Hi, beloved. Today we want us to start off by reading together the book of Isaiah. I'm going to be reading from chapter 58, verse 1 to 9. And I'm going to be reading from the voice translation, so please follow me. Verse 1, Isaiah 58, verse 1. Eternal one says, Tell my people about their wrongdoing. Shout with a voice like a trumpet. Hold nothing back. Say, this people of Jacob's line and heritage have failed to do what is right. And yet they look for me every day. They pretend to want to learn what I teach. As if they are indeed a nation good and true. As if they hadn't really turned their backs on my directives. They even ask me as though they care about what I want them to be and do. As if they really want me in their lives. People. Why didn't you notice how diligently we fasted before you? We humbled ourselves with pious practices and you paid no no attention. Tanawan says, I have to tell you on those fasting days, all you were really seeking was your own pleasure. Besides, you were busy defrauding people and abusing your workers. Your kind of fasting is pointless, for it only leads to bitter quarrels, contentious backbiting, and vicious fighting. You are not fasting today because you want me to hear your voice. What kind of fast do I choose? Is it a true fast, simply some right, some religious exercise for making a person feel miserable and woeful? Is it about how you bow your head, your head like a bent reed, how you dress in sackcloth, and where you sit in a bed of ashes? Is, it, is this what you call a fast? A day the eternal one finds good and proper? No. What I want in a fast is this. To liberate those tied down and held back by injustice. To lighten the load of those heavily burdened. To free the oppressed and shatter every type of oppression. A fast for me involves sharing your food with people who have none. Giving those who are homeless a space in your home giving clothes to those who need them, not, and not neglecting your own family. Then, oh then, your light will break out like the warm golden rays of a rising sun. In an instant you will be healed. Your rightness will proceed and protect you. The glory of the eternal will follow and defend you. Verse 9. Then, when you do call out, My God, where are you? The eternal one will answer, I am here, I am here. If you remove the yoke of oppression from the downtrodden among you, stop accusing others and do away with the mean and inflammatory speech. Wow. So this is an, an instruction and an advice to the children of Israel. They were in time where they believed that they were doing everything religiously right you know, fasting in the way they understood it and praying. But God came to tell them, you've been doing it all wrong. You've been seeking me all wrong because you're not really seeking me. You are actually seeking your own desires. You actually want what you want, not what I want. You actually want to be who you want to be, not what I want you to be. You actually want to do what you want to do, not what I want you to do. 
And if you are seeking those things rather than seeking mine, then we can't align. Then you can't you can't have me. Then you can't find me. But God was merciful that He didn't just leave them in darkness. He showed them why they were experiencing the darkness that they were. He showed them why they were not getting anything from God. He showed them why their their prayers were not being answered and their fasting meant nothing. He showed them why all their acts, all their religious acts, amounted to nothing at the end of the day. Now, today I believe that God wants us to see what really moves Him. What really moves Him. You know, many times we have our desires and many times we don't really seek to know what exactly God desires of us or desires for us in a particular situation. We find ourselves having a particular need and sometimes we think we desire that that need be met in a particular way and God desires that it's met in a different way or the need is not even met at all and it teaches us something very valuable in that process. So I feel like the focus of those nine verses for me is how God chooses to teach the people that you think your fasting and your prayers will move me to do what you want but no you have to do what I want and then everything you seek I will give to you and more I will blow your mind I will go beyond the expectations but you have to do what I want and what does God want he says I want to liberate those tied down and held back in justice God says I want to lighten the load of those heavily burdened and I want to free the oppressed and shatter every type of oppression God has said, I want to free those who are held back by the enemy. I want to set them free. This is my priority. This is what I, I seek to do in man every single day, every single moment. So if you align your, your work, align your desires, align your prayers and your fasting to this, I will give you all you ask for. If you're concerned for the things I'm concerned about, if you care for those I care about, then I will care for you. Now, verse verse 7 says, A fast for me, not for yourself. A fast for God, not for our desires, not for our needs, involves sharing your food with people who have none, giving those who are homeless a space in your home, giving clothes to those who need them. And not neglecting your own family. What does this tell us? To me, I see it as God saying, if you want me to meet your need, you have to meet the needs of others. You have to be willing to be a channel through which I meet the needs of others. So you have food, but someone else doesn't. Why not give your food to that person? Why not? Give what you have in excess or have enough of to someone who has none of it. You have a home, you have you have shelter, someone doesn't. Can you 
share your shelter with that person and you have clothes to wear and someone is walking around naked, can you share with that person? The key to seeing our needs met by God is actually to open ourselves up and make ourselves available as a channel through which God meets the needs of others. So when you pray, don't, don't, don't just look at how God is going to meet your need. Also look at how God wants to meet the needs of others through you. When we find ourselves in difficult times, most times we're not the only ones experiencing it. There are a lot of people and the impact on us is usually different. Why not look around and say, what do I have that someone doesn't have but needs? What do I have to give that will bless someone's life in this moment? I have my needs. Yes, I do. But what can I give to someone else? Now, then verse 8 says, Then, oh then, your light will break out like the warm golden rays of a rising sun. And in an instant, you will be healed. Your rightness will proceed and protect you. And the glory of the eternal one will follow and defend you. Then when you do call out, my God, where are you? The eternal one will answer, I am here. I am here. This is what they were seeking for. They were seeking to shine, to be glorified. This is what we seek. They were seeking to be healed. Healed of the pain they were going through. Healed of their sicknesses. And this is what we seek. They were seeking protection and the presence of God. Just like we do today. And they were seeking that when they call on God, He would answer them. God says, everything, everything I will give to you. But be willing to be a channel through which I meet needs. Because that is what it really means to serve and to love God. To prioritize what God prioritizes and to do what God wants to do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Truth in 10. Please share this with someone. Share this with someone who needs to know that the key to their need being met is them meeting the needs of others. God bless you.